twisted stars, the plotted lines, the faulty map that brought Columbus to New York. Betwixt between the east and west, he calls on her wearing a leather vest, the earth squeals and shudders to a halt. A diamond crucifix in his ear is used to help word off the fear that he has left his soul in someone's rented car. Inside his pants he hides a mop to clean the mess that he has dropped into the light of lightsome Juliet Bell. And Romeo wanted Juliet. And Juliet wanted Romeo. And Romeo wanted Juliet. And Juliet wanted Romeo. Romeo Rodriguez squares his shoulders and curses Jesus, runs a comb through his black ponytail. He's thinking of his lonely room, the sink that by his bed gives off a stink, then smells her perfume in his eyes, and her voice was like a bell. Outside the streets were steaming, the crack dealers were dreaming of using someone at Discord. I bet you I can hit that light with my one good arm behind my back, says little Joey Diaz. Brother, give me another tote. Those downtown hoods are no damn good. Those Italians need a lesson to be taught. This cop who died in Harlem, you think they get the warning? I was dancing when I saw his brains run out on the street. And Romeo had Juliet. And Juliet had her Romeo. And Romeo had Juliet. And Juliet had a Romeo. I'll take Manhattan in a garbage bag with Latin written on it that says it's hard to give a shit these days. Manhattan sinking like a rock until the filthy huts of what a shock. They wrote a book about it, they said it was like ancient Rome. The perfume burned his eyes, holding tightly to her thighs, and something flickered for a minute, and then it vanished and was gone. Digitized. There you go. Yeah, we're in. Is Hello. That a, a Do you like shell it? Sc- hanging on. I can't quite see. I mean, I just see the shellness. It's very Ursula. Get close. Hi, this is Juliet and Hannah. Hi, you've you've bumbled into the Temple Veil again. You're listening through the Temple Veil. Hannah is observing my brand new necklace I made. Oh, you made from this. a seashell I found on the Aww. beach. And it pre- came pre-drilled. Yay, I love it when it that happens. It was totally pre-drilled. There's no additives it's to this. It's a lovely little Fibonacci spiral. It's gorgeous. Perfect. Like how you would imagine like a sea snail shell looking. The perfect version. Diminutive, you know, to scale for this little petite shaman. Little mighty mouse. Yeah, my, <laughs> mighty. What are you? 5'2"? I lie and I say I'm 5'2". I'm pretty sure I'm not. 5'1"-ish? And some change. You know, 
You're not sure? I don't really know. Well, because your hair, your hair does that thing where it grow, where it, it stands up four or five inches on top of your and head. And I lie a like, lot like about Texas, my height. Like Texas big hair. It Why just, do you lie about your height? You know that. To whom are you lying about your height? To myself. Oh, okay. Well, I'll tell you about my height. My height for my whole life was 5'7". Yeah. Wow, you're tall. But turns out, not really, because <laughs> when I lost weight, I was only 5'6 five, five, and 3 quarters, which meant that I guess I had a quarter inch of fat on top of my head and the bottoms of my feet. Right, <laughs> so right? I shrunk. And in between? I shrunk everywhere. Your vertebrae. Yeah, no. I was 5'7 yeah. when I was heavy, when I was 300 plus pounds. I was 5'7", but... As I shrunk down, yeah. I just got mad because they would only write five six in the chart. They go right. to the whole number in the chart. So when you look on the BMI chart, all of a sudden I had to lose another ten pounds to Bullshit. fit within the goal weight. <laughs> and I'm like, and that was one of the things that just like fractured my brain. And I said, I'm yeah. not listening to these charts. I'm not listening to these numbers. I'm not listening to that. these diets. I'm not listening to these guides. We are not a box. I've been at death's door at 115 pounds i've been at death's door at 330 pounds i've been full of life and vitality at 300 pounds i've been full of life and vitality at 140 pounds it doesn't matter it's just it's matter how you feel in the moment and how your body is functioning in the moment i mean we yeah. you you and me in particular i think we tend to fluctuate in yeah. our in our bodies in our yeah. mass in yeah. our presence in our scale sure but I do. I'm a changeling. For sure. But everyone does to certain degrees. But I think for you and me in particular, we've gone all over the place. You know. Well, we're energetically holding. Mm-hmm. I think we 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 hold for our family. Yeah. We hold back, saying things, feeling things, admitting things, for yeah. the sake of peace. Or is there a word for faux peace? It's not quite war, and it's not quite no, status quo. It's well, somewhere... Limbo? I think that's a perfect word. Yeah. Let's call it limbo. Yeah. Because no one's ever comfortable. Yeah. Bending over backwards, that's limbo. How low can you go? How low can you go? <laughs> right? Ooh! Ooh! On roller skates. Oh, that could be... Backwards. Art Bell is dead after dark. Uh, well, that's <laughs> how low that's, can you go? That's your new show. That's submit to Mark. We need more shows. He's asking for more programming. All we right. Need, we need Art Bell after dark. By Bride of Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm holding up my hair. No. I have. You can just go under a pseudonym. We'll put a voice filter on you, and you can go as the succubus. Well, there's that. Or or you know, Dark Moon Lilith or something. But my, I'm married to Frank, mm-hmm. so there's the bride of Frank. His 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 original surname was Wallenstein. Oh, so it is Frank and Wallenstein. <laughs> and and I have this fabulous white hair. No, you're totally working on the look. I can see I've, it coming in. Elvira. But you've been doing the top knots, right? I think yeah. you need the bouffant top knots. You know, like we're gonna start. Like, it's like you critters. knew me in high school. I we're had gonna, a like, bouffant. We're gonna start hiding the I critters up in there. Oh, all the critters, please. Yeah. All the. But all did the... you do the cardboard spray bangs? Did you do that? They would wave at people as the wind passed. Oh. It was like a. It was like a girl come over. <laughs> Oh my god! Yes, that was popular when I was sometimes too. There was one hairdo my girlfriends called in high school bowling ball head. Oh, well, that's nice, I guess. Well, I had my head spiked. 
it was the 80s. Yeah. And since I was very pale-skinned and had ebony hair and wore red lipstick, people thought I was very goth. Hmm. To me, that sounds like Cruella de Vil. I think black, white, red. I think of Snow White and I think of Cruella de Vil. Well, maybe I'm somewhere in between. Yeah, totally. I'm every woman. I'm every woman. It's a me. I heard a, a Jamie Foxx story baby. about a party he threw. Like, he used to throw yeah. karaoke and, like, random people would show up. Like, yeah. Prince or Whitney Houston. Like, I was you listening know, like, to Prince all the way over. All yeah, the way yeah. over. Oh, Prince is everywhere in the consciousness right now. It must be Purple Time or something. Mm. But um, the uh, he, he says that she just, like, randomly goes, and now I'm going to sing karaoke. So Whitney Houston <sighs> gets up, and everybody pulls out their phones, because, like, this isn't the time when we had s- smartphones. This was back in the day. So they called their house to record it to their answering machine. Like, that's how long ago this was, oh right? Because they wanted to capture the moment. Right? Yeah, and he had recorded it on, like, a camcorder. Like, he had, because it was his house, so he had his equipment. He with had him, a right? swag, yep. And so, like, he he put it away, and apparently, like, Bobby Brown, because it was Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston were both there. And he's all, no, you can't, or whatever. Like, he was mad that these recordings were out, or like because they were protective of it, and you know reputations back then. Proprietary, and yeah. No, it was more just about preserving her reputation. She would. They were very. They went through seasons, I think, where they were very concerned about people talking crap about the quality of her voice in the uh, later years of her career, yeah. like that she had lost it, so called. And that, oh, you so know, this was towards the rough. end. Well, it must have been because it was long ago, but not that long ago, because she didn't die that long ago you know so maybe 25 so. years ago no 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 not that long ago well it how long have, have you had a cell phone for since the 90s i mean not me personally but okay. my teachers did that's 18 years ago bud right i know all right they had cell phones but they didn't have like smartphones oh you're like right we have now they were they smartphones were are relatively they recent. were zero to nine with an asterisk and a Tic-tac-toe sign, right? Yeah, the Nokia brick phone season. Or Motorola razors, maybe. Shoot. Like, who knows? Remember? The point is, they didn't have much to, to go with. Okay, so, so it like, was er, but this late is, 80s, early so 90s. She was at her highlight. The, but this is only the funny... That's only, like, the... That's the wow, like, right? Yeah, yeah. But that's not the weird, okay. right? The weird is Bobby Brown. <laughs> Later that night, apparently, he calls Jamie Foxx up, and he's like, man, I gotta get that tape. Like, she's not happy about it. Uh-oh. Like, or, or no, he didn't even call. He comes to the house. He comes back to the house or to some other house where he is or something. Knock, knock, knock. Bar, bar. He comes in, and he's like, I need it. And and Jamie is, is like, I don't have it. It's not here because he had put it in, like, his safety deposit box or something, mm-hmm. right? Because he knew what he had. Right. right? Gold. <laughs> so Bobby Brown apparently goes, well, I got to get something. What? <laughs> so he just starts taking clothes. Out of Jamie Foxx's closet and piling them on the bed, and he just took a grip of his clothes and just peaced out. <laughs> I mean, like, I guess over the ensuing weeks and months, he would watch Bobby Brown uh, get like wear his clothes, like, comments, and he'd say like, "What are you wearing?" And he'd say like, you know, Gucci or Versace or whatever. He's like, "That's not Versace. That's my stuff." <laughs> and I'm just like, can you imagine this stuff? 
that because we hear all the ridiculous things that <gasps> happens with celebrities or like people that have money or people that's that, like, funny have free time or free access to lots of these like I don't know, silly moments, but we don't hear about them because they're kept under lock and key in this, like, psychosanct thing. Like, we're just all protecting one another's relationship. So they're like, (laughs) 20 years later, you hear this gem of a story and go, oh, my God, like, why can't we just be real in... Real humans. Why can't we be real humans? Yeah. Why can't we be real in the moment instead of saving all our best stories for the, you know, wake or the funeral, you know? Yeah, why is there shame in being a real human? I don't know. Why would that make it to the Daily Mirror? Why would anything make it to the newspaper? We're so boring. But it's so funny, though, that, like, he he clearly was responding yeah. to her fear actions, right. right? Right. Because they went home. She realized what she did. She felt nervous about her performance and went, we got to clean up. We got to yeah. tidy up. Yeah. yeah. You know? And so he's on a mission trying to do right his, woman. His, his woman, yeah. trying to make her feel yeah. better, right? Yeah. And and what does he do? Panic and go, well, I'm going to take something to make this person feel hurt and vulnerable. What's something intimate I could take of theirs? <laughs> Their clothes. Then they will feel naked and stripped. It's sort of like that Joey Tribbiani moment <laughs> in real life. <laughs> life imitates art, imitates life, imitates art. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Yeah, what makes us want to do that? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's just so funny, though. The synchronicity, that's what always gets me, is how the conversations are always tied together. Like, mm-hmm. people were bringing up Prince, and I was watching Prince on some anecdote that somebody was giving in yeah. a story on a clip I was watching, and then somebody else brings it up in the next moment. And it's like, it's inexplicable synchronicities. Like, you cannot, it's ineffable. Right. Unspeakable. Right. Because to speak of it, it it almost takes the magic out of it. Like you can't you can't make someone else see your synchronicities. It's like your own secret language that you have with the universe that no one else can that translate. That is so true. They're so true. Well, that's why the apples mean so much to you and I and you say what about apples and I'm like I don't know, man. But yeah. uh that you was know? my. Did you see that shark over there? You yeah. know, like yeah. I, we all have our symbols and our right. signs. Right. And... Well, I can tell you, uh, my first food after the breast was apple juice, mm-hmm. watered down apple juice. That's what got me from here to there. Yeah. And then my first food, I'm pretty sure, was apples. Yeah. So from there, it's just life. Yeah. Yeah. Or love currency, or be lots of things through oh my gosh there's so many so so i've been researching apples a ton lately yeah i know you keep sending me the links and you're like what the heck is this about if you guys don't have a friend that sends you links to like awesome articles and conspiracy theory videos on youtube then you're missing out you really need to like get somebody who's down with the deep interwebs I'll tell you, our algorithms will feed you more and more and more of what you search for. Yeah. So I've been searching for apples. And it's interesting. Use the hashtag apples and the people who start following you. Well, it's Rosicrucian and it's Freemason symbology a lot. 
right? Mm-hmm. One plus just Apple nerds. Apple, Apple the company. Now we're talking Apple, Apple capital A. Apple, Apple the label. Yeah, Apple. They the, really have passionate yeah. fans and advocates that go after sure. their their stuff all the time, and so like you end up listening, you end up listening to. Um, Sorry, I got distracted because my phone was barking at me. Because it's 11.44. That's why. Hello. Wanted to know. Because the numbers. The numbers, 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 numbers. Yeah. So, anyways. So, yeah, apples, they have so much meaning. Uh, the Gnostic, it's the know. It's the great knowing. It's what you know. Yeah. It's that, that divine knowledge. Yeah. Uh, I was reading that in the way, way back. Right. It was a, considered a proposal if a man threw an apple at a woman. Yeah, there's how now brown cow and stories in lots of well because I think what it is honestly because I've thought about like where do these rituals come from? They all come from somewhere. Mm-hmm. So like think about marital rights, um, jumping the broom, for instance, right. right? So that was a ritual that evolved out of a restriction. In mm-hmm. other words enslaved people were not allowed to choose their own relationship and marriage identities but they wanted to create some way to mark within their own community and within their own intimate circle the significance of their commitment to one another Mm -hmm. and so they generated this ritual of jumping the broom together stepping over their threshold into their new life together Right. right right so all of these rituals started from somewhere i think personally yeah it it could have come from the idea of trading, like potlatch, like in, indigenous communities would have to exchange food mm-hmm. in order to build community, right. right? Right. And so, like, you know, whoever touched it first, touched it last, it belongs to you, that kind of thing. And so if there was somebody who wasn't cooperative, then, like, you know, you'd get the apple to them somehow, sort of, like, willy or nilly, mm-hmm. right? And with the different, uh, let's see, expectations of ownership, for women in particular during a lot of those early cultures. Oh, yeah. Um, sometimes it didn't matter how the apple fell in the lap, right? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Take it on the chin, Susie. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean... It, Thanks for the blue and, apple. And, yeah. and, and the guys didn't really... It wasn't no picnic for the guys in this equation either. No. Just read about the story of um, uh, Rachel and Leah, you know? Two sisters. Yes. One one of whom was apparently extremely attractive to this young man. <gasps> yes. One of whom was whatever. I don't think she was ugly. Or she anything. was the older sister, she and just, she had to be wed first before the younger sister right. could and be so wed. Yeah. The the dad is all sure. Come work for me for seven years, and then you can marry my daughter. So he works for seven years, goes to have the ceremony, and wrong the daughter. veil lifts, and it's the wrong daughter. Oops. Well, okay, so in a polygamous society, he's got a second chance, thankfully. So he does a work, he works another seven years and finally gets to marry his, his true love. Or whatever. Yeah. So, like, that doesn't sound like it was very much fun for him either. Um, but who knows? We're interpreting all of these stories based off of our own cultural filter. So, gosh, isn't that true? Point of view is such a big deal. Yeah. So, where, where you come from where, yeah. is where you believe you'll go often. Unless you get a new point of view. I think it had to do with that, like, exchange. But also, I think Mm -hmm. it has remnants in our mythology, or perhaps our mythology is 
talking about this factor. Mm-hmm. When you think about, um, is it Persephone who yes. went down to the underworld? There's That's a lot right. of stories about people getting trapped in the underworld, going to the underworld to rescue their lover, rescue their child, mm-hmm. you know, re-inhabit their husband. Right. The story of Inanna is the same way. And basically this, the, the theme is the person goes to the place of death right. beyond, right. you know, beyond where mortals may not tread. Mm-hmm. Of their own volition, outside of divine timing, you know, they do right. it but for their force of will, for their devotion to their beloved person, right? They cross the river and, sticks. Right. They yeah. do it. They do whatever it takes, come hell or high water. They, they walk through there, fire. Right? Yeah. And the only thing is, once they're there, if they eat something, they they're get stuck. stuck. And a lot of times they don't know that going into the challenge so they eat something unawares and so then they have to make a bargain to be loosed part-time or partially sometimes they make it out of there without falling to the temptation they don't eat sometimes they eat and are stuck there the whole time it depends on which myth or which story you're reading but in many 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 cultures across the globe and history there is this theme of going to the mat for someone you love to pull them out of the clutches of death and it working but it costing you personally. Yes. It's an exchange you make. When you go in to pull somebody out of their own hell, you can do it, but boy, howdy, does it cost you. You're there. You're there with them. Yeah. Your heaven becomes hell. Yeah. Yeah. And if you eat something, it becomes purgatory that you're stuck in. Yeah. It becomes limbo. So how low can you go? Apple. Mm-hmm. Chew on this. Apple Corps, Baltimore. Who's your friend? Hannah. Juliet. Hi. Hi. Wow, those I'll tell you. How do you like them apples? Yeah. 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 I like talking with apples. I mean I like talking about <laughs> apples with you. English! English. You give me apple cheek smiles. Yes, that's good. Better than chipmunks. (laughs) (laughs) Or squirrels. I feel. I feel. (laughs) Thank God for squirrels. They're such great distractors. That's what this is. It's a transition to our. Thank you. That's what it is. That's not a non sequitur. That's a sacred pause. Thank you. Thank you for the sacred pause. What I see you have in that box are those bottom of the deck oyster. I was looking at oyster. What were those today. little squares? That's a trip. There. These They're are slides. Nice. I thought those were. Yeah. May I look at the photo slides? slides? Uh, sure. They're really small. So. Oh yeah. And it's dark in here. I don't know how much luck you'll see. I I don't know how much luck you will have. In, what are the odds that you though? have photo slides just there? They're just in there. That's where they live. When was their the last time any of us have looked at slides? I look at them all the time because they're in my tarot card box. So. Well, oh, look at those two glasses of wine. What's the symbology of that? Two of cups? Two of cups. Sure, why not? The symbology is as you interpret. Cheers. Well, cheers to that. I'm going to put my cloth out. Well, two just, of cups is a union. So we have a frame. It's here. an agreement, and two of cups is often a... It can be a, a, an emotional business agreement, or it could be a marriage. God, those apples, they just hunt you down. 
Okay, let's see what's in this one. Woo, woo. Oh, who's the man with all the balloons? Um, it looks like a carnival. I really don't know what any of those photos are because I didn't take them. So they're just images for me for color mostly and for just divination. They're just happy little synesthetic packets for Oh, me. God, they're gorgeous. Where did they so, come from? Um, a friend of mine, they just were going through stuff and downsizing. and I. Well, this friend is a gorgeous photographer. Clutch. Whoever yeah. you are, friend, you are a talented artist. Um, oh, this clock is knocking me out. It's red and yellow. You want me to read what Two of Cups is? Sure. Know, since you mentioned it. Two Cups, according to Kim Kranz, is about connection, love, and romance. Alas, the much-adored Two of Cups. I think she means at last. Alas. Alas! Doesn't that mean sad? I don't know. Maybe it means melodramatic. Maybe it means the same thing as at last. I don't know. At last. Oh, at last. My love has come along. Don't sing, Anna. Nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I just get nervous about my voice when it's recorded. So I'm fine singing. Yeah. I'm not fine with hearing it back after the fact. <laughs> well, yeah. are, you will be listening to this later. I love to sing. <laughs> on mi- what do we hear it on? bagel toning. Like I do oral exercises. Sure. I do like tongue twisters. I do pencil exercises. Yeah. I do chanting. I do throat singing. Like I you do, do all, of all that shit. But when I record it and I hear it back, I just go... There's a reason why they didn't record this stuff back in the Dizay. I know? bet you a lot of people, even voiceover actors they don't or like to hear it singers, yeah. they probably don't. Yeah. <sighs> well, anyway, so alas, or at last, the much adored Two of Cups. When this card appears, you can anticipate new love to be heading your way. Aw, how nice. Aww. That's what you're looking for because that's what you found, Juliet. And yes, this usually means romance, but sometimes it points to the birth of a dear and lasting friendship. Either way, the connection between you will be pure, honest, and solid. Open your heart and get ready. Cheers. Cheers to Two of Cups in a non-tarot card source reading intuitive mishmash. Gotta love. Combinatorics. What do you so we'll pull four cards. Gotta love Kodak. I'm sorry. We'll pull yeah. five cards. Five cards? I said four, but it wasn't. The card said, no, you're going to pull five. Did that just do five all at once? Did it? Is it? Yeah. Fuck, that's so rad. <sighs> okay, I guess we're taking all five because they just plopped out all at once. Yeah, and that's I just, watched that. They all just you know what that over was? in the middle. It was like... And they're even facing you. I don't. You get to read them, dude. Look oh, at you. Read them. Oh, my God. Who's here? This is me in this deck. Hannah's the zebra with the rainbow. In this deck, because when I bought my deck, you get, you get a... Um, this is the Animal Spirit Guidebook, the Wild Unknown Animal Spirit Guidebook by Kim Kranz. And when you get the deck, she gives you a poster size <gasps> picture of one of the animals. And the one that came with my deck was zebra. So I have poster-sized zebra. So anytime zebra comes into a reading, I'm definitely, like, paying extra attention. Definite masculine energy in the middle. Well, how about that? You've got three triangles going up and two going down. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. All in the middle. Lion, zebra, and butterfly in the middle. 
flanked by fox in front and octopus in the back. Okay. This uh, predators, pollinators. <clears throat> wow, Hannah has just taken all the cards, moved them around, and reorganized that way. them by yeah. Is that good? By purpose, by job. Is that good? So, what did you say? Pollinators. I said and predators predator? and pollinators because okay. look here we've got predators over here. We've got fox and lion, and then we've got pollinators. I think of a zebra as a pollinator because they're an herbivore. They go into the land and they mm -hmm. pick up a lot of stuff in their tail and fling it yeah. all over the place and then butterfly of course we know they're one of our most sacred pollinators. Well, what's octopus? Naked mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's what it is. An octopus is a naked mind that crawls around. Like I think we are like jellyfish octopuses. Your phone octopuses. is chiming in and saying yes, bling. It bling since Truman's not here my phone has to give the affirmation. Often Truman will walk in and affirm it completely yeah yeah okay so naked mind yeah. for juliet great so juliet naked are you the mind. octopus i've got to tell you something nine years i was thinking you were this fox but okay well it is you're the dog and i was born in 70 so sure what does the fox say <laughs> <laughs> That song is so old. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was thinking it was new and fresh. Yeah. Anyhow. That's because you are crone oh. medicine. Crone medicine. Okay. We're in so, our sovereigns. So okay. about eight years ago, eight and a half years ago, mm, closer to ten, mm -hmm. when we moved into our current residence, I had a huge vision. And... Um, started painting on the garage wall. Oh, I love that painting. A very large squiddy octopus. Yeah. And when I kind of came out of it... It was like a space squid. Yeah, very much a space... A space kraken. Well, yeah. Intergalactic Thulu. It was a weird day. It was very hot outside, and... Um, I I have really no reason for why this happened. It just did. That way I had a tremendous um, cramp in my stomach. And I kind of remember thinking, I think I should paint the wall. And then the wall was painted. Yeah. <laughs> and it was done. And it was, it was the first time I had experienced anything like that. It was whoo, it's still hugely overwhelming. To empathy belly. Yeah, yeah. Because when you pick up too much empathy and you're sensitive as we are, mm -hmm. our mesenteriums get overloaded. That cramp that you felt in your stomach was your empathy had yeah. reached capacity. Sure. And did. you needed to express at that point. You're like, I can't swallow anymore. I can't sit on anymore. I can't hold anymore. I need to yeah. express. And that's what the painting was about. Well, I painted it all over the water pipes to the water heater. Blessing. Okachukbasi. Mini Wichoni. With my big space squiddy. Yes. And I believe coming out of it were hands, handprints, and a stick figure holding a flower, giving a flower, and a person receiving it, and little 
love bubbles mm. above. Mm. And then the image doubled back. It was like a... Um, I look at it, you know, every time I go to the garage, I look at it and go, look what you've done, Juliet. Look what you've done. You've, you've painted all over the garage wall something very strange. And but you haven't added to it? No, haven't That's added so to it. That's so strange because you're such an evolutionary artist. You know, you take your work it and, wasn't you edit mine. and you edit No, I, I know. It was like that's a communication I received. That's why yeah. I'm, I'm noting the difference in your process because in, yeah. in most of your work that I've noticed, um, you have a first initial intuitive knowingness yeah. that calls you into okay. the expression. It's like, I must draw this now. I must write this now. I must click this picture now. I must mm-hmm. sing this song now. Like, right. it just sort of is the impulse, impulse and it just flows through you. And then, but what also happens is that you feel called to go back and shape it, right. edit it, especially with your photography. I noticed that you Thank filter you. those quite intensely to help us who don't have strong synesthetic vision or to intuitive see what sight I'm to sort of turn up the volume right. on what you, you're picking up on. It's kind of like, if you're listening to a staticky radio station and someone goes in and, and cleans it up with a filter, exactly. you know, and you could kind of all of a sudden hear the conversation in the background, that's what you do visually with your photographs. Thank you. And I've seen you do it with your artwork, with your yes. paintings, with your pencil sketches, with your channeled writings. Yes. I'll always Your go channeled back. writings, your, your multiple layers upon layers upon layers of that stuff. I've seen them evolve and grow. I mean, that was one of the first things that attracted me to your process was watching you. you post your orbs almost like journal entries every day. Right. And seeing your little tiny circles of colored pencil grow and grow from this tiny little, I don't know... Um, it almost seemed neurotic. Yeah, they it were. It seemed neurotic, yeah. right? And then, thank you, Rob Bresney, for giving me this one. <laughs> we're turning neurosis into new roses. That's, and a lot of them were. New roses. Beautiful. You took your neurosis and you turned it into new roses. Yes, yes. Well, they also they, it, these bubbles look like flowers of life blooming all the time in the sun. Every time I'd look outside at everything I looked, I'd see sacred geometry, and I'd feel so overwhelmed. Yeah, and they ask you to act normal when your vision is kaleidoscopic like that? I'm sorry. It's so hard when you're synesthetic, and you're triggered, and you're dealing with an emotional wave or a PTSD trigger. Hi, if that happens. Like, just good luck, you know, keeping your shit together to Mm -hmm. go to the market. It just, it's... It's pretty unreasonable expectation. When everything that you thought was just That's what it means. You're a naked mind. It oh, means that people can yeah. see now that we've stripped off all of the excess weight, all of the excess right. fluid, all of the excess tumors, all the excess flight, you've circumcised the excess flesh. All that's left is a spiritually pure element and people can see through your me. intention yeah. 100% all the time. There's right. no Falseness. I can't even lie to myself anymore. Well, the issue is I can't. Whether, I can't even. Whether you're lying to yourself or anyone else isn't the issue. The issue is you are just an experience that is happening, and that's and what that painting on the wall to was. Observe it right. or not. You can right. engage with it or not, but you can't make it not be what it is. Right. And that's the painting on the wall of the octopus for me. And you never feel called to go back and edit it. I'm still observing it, and it's been a decade. 
It's been a decade, and I walk wow. by it three or four times I mean, times you said 2008, and I forgot how long ago that was. Oh, my God. Yeah. That, I was thinking, like, three, four years, you'd had a couple good... Wow. This was when my kids were in middle school. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm feeling it, I'm feeling this it. Is, and now they're adults. I have one living in Anaheim as a performer, an entertainer, and, and the other one is a grand artist making... His, he's, an, he's an author, and... That's a long time ago. That's a I, long, that's, that's a shocked. lot of hits. That's a lot of hits. Yeah. That's a lot of life. That's a lot of near misses. That's, that's like, oh, here's your surgery. You have days to live, and now it's a decade. Do you have moments of understanding or epiphany when you're contemplating it? Like, kind of like when you're reading a book and yeah. you've read the passage 50 times and all of a sudden you read it again and it means something completely different this like, is how i feel like about the squid on my wall dots, like mm-hmm. being so tell me a story about one of those um moments of of where it, all of a sudden it meant something different well at the beginning i'd look at the squid on the wall as something very deep very defensive very sentient, omnisentient. Uh. There was nothing it couldn't touch mm. or be a part of. Invisible yet visible. Mm. And wanting to connect in a human way, in a loving way, and be received that way, mm. and have it sent back. Right. Um, sometimes I feel like it's alien to us all. And mm-hmm. coming to teach us something mm. or teach me something. Sometimes I feel like it's a piece within me inside of my gut, like mm. a gut flora. Like your mesenterium, maybe? Like my mesenterium. <laughs> I think you drew your mesenterium personally. <laughs> that like when pulse. you described when you described what you were doing. Yeah. The the, the pain in my stomach me. was excruciating. Right. So it, the only thing that settled the pain I remember in that moment was to paint. Yeah. It was how do you get it felt like a knife wound in right. my gut. So can I tell you what I think it was? Please. So this is what I think it was, or slash is, mm-hmm. or maybe would could be, might be someday. Sure. I don't know how to, sure. English time is weird, tense is weird. The point is, what I feel called to say in response to this conversation, that's the best way to say this. Yeah. The mesenterium map is what's on the wall. It's it's your map of your wounding, your tumors, your scar tissue, your process. Yeah. You drew your map to what was healing, is healing, was already healed, needs to be healed. Like all of that, like you can see it kind of like a constellation, yeah. like a star map. Right. But you took your internal fire of where those woundings were and how they were connected and you splattered it up on the wall so that you could look at it and start unpacking it and taking care of it and cleaning up after it. And every time you walked past and looked at it, it gave your subconscious an area to work on. Your eye would go to this little corner and like, what's that little swirl there, right? And in your body, that little swirl would break free and bust up and loosen and evacuate. So I think that's what the painting was, is slash will be. That's really trippy because Lately, every time I walk by it, the song Octopus's Garden comes on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And you're worried about singing out of key. Right. Yeah. I mean, 
I'd like to be. Yeah, right. I, know, I right? mean, right. But I, that's one of my favorite Beatles songs, though. Seriously, it is my absolute favorite. Yeah, and it's because I do walk the octopus's garden every day, quite literally. Yes, I go to a place called Swami's in Encinitas, California, at Swami's Beach, known by all the surfers, and I walk the rocks. Look at their eyes. Do you see? She's pointing to the lion card. Hannah is pointing to the lion and the fox. Let me look at their eyes. Ooh. What do you see? Third eye. And directionality. Oh, all the directions. Predators tend to have forward-facing eyes, right? Because they're what they're looking at, going towards, right? These two are pointing opposite directions. In other words, they're watching, they're hunting, they're protecting, they're guarding, they're guiding. They're, Got your back. Yeah, they're they're alert. They're on the alert. This one's straight on. No fear, right? Wow, the zebra is And this a one's coming back in, back in. Oh, wow, so in, we've got all four back directions. In, back in, yeah. Back in, Very right? Interesting. So Cycle. the octopus is at the center, just like hands on the clock. Mm-hmm. And you have all the animals around looking at all directions. So it's it's not just protection. It is. It, it, it's beyond safety. It just is the mere existence. Yeah. What do you uh, feel about the numbers? Did we add them up yet? I just penciled them in here. They're just there. There's no official numbers assigned to these, but they rank in order as you move through the elements. So earth, air, water, fire, spirit. Each one. And so like this butterfly is the second card. The zebra is the 12th. The octopus is the fifth. The fox is the sixth. And the lion is the 13th. So 20. um, Yes. 13. So 20. So you've got two, two 24, and 12 is 36. There's a six is nine. We're always in the spiral. And look at my necklace, right? Yep. Three, six, Three, nine. Six, the nine. strength one. Fibonacci. Mm-hmm. So the lion is the 13th of fire. The creatures of the fire element lead us toward change. They represent the ego and challenge us to become our best selves. Mm-hmm. Although these cards appear more frequently when conflict is present, the heat they emit is the elixir of our transformation. Regal, stealth, a complete master. That sounds like the lion, all right. So fox is not is not a fire sign. It must be earth. Water? No. Is that water, the, the upside-down no. triangle with the line? Earth, I think. It's Earth, okay. I think. Yeah, Fox, six. Adaptive, smart, strong partner. That You know what? You were talking about marital stuff before. Uh-huh. This I forgot to mention that. Fox is definitely about marital union. The There's something about their family dynamic, their energy, that um, I think in a spiritual sense is more akin to the modern Western concept of mm-hmm. marriage, of house building. Of, of the nuclear life family. Mani- yeah, the, yeah, that typical, like the tarot version. The den. The, yeah, the tarot card version of the ideal family, mm-hmm. hetero, you know, sure. patriarchal ideology. Two kids and a car in the driveway. Exactly. Yeah. Leave it to Beaver. No, leave it to Fox. <laughs> well, if we did so, leave it to Beaver, things would be different. I would be a lot happier probably if I left it to Beaver. <laughs> 
I mean, just with my equipment issues, you know what I'm saying? It make things simpler if I didn't have to what's worry that, about the what's the song to leave logistics. The I don't even remember the same song. Oh, is I it don't a know. whistle or is it a hum or is it which one? Leave it to Beaver. Oh, um, leave it to Beaver. It is. It's something bouncy and instrumental, I think, and it's like. I don't know. I don't want to get it stuck in my head, though, so I'll look it up later. <laughs> It'll be like one of those things that wiggles at the back of my brain. <laughs> so zebra yeah. zebra is um, also fire. Eccentric, creative, and visionary. That's the meaning of zebra. The f- Did I say the fox? Yeah, and I did. Octop- octopus is water. Octopus is number... Five, lacking boundaries and direction. So that's what I was saying, like naked mind, like you are what you are. You kind of leech yourself I into do. Very everything. Creative, yeah. yeah. So it just yeah. sort of like knowing where the edges are, knowing where the boundaries are. That's the great part about being an octopus. You can get through a hole the size of a nickel mm-hmm. and be tremendous at the same time. Yeah. Quite, quite magical beasties they are. All of them are. Oh, yeah, definitely. Butterfly, growing pains and transformation, but we knew that. Yeah. Butterfly's been my theme all year. Just be careful while your wings are inflating, that's what I'll say. Yep. When you just came out of your chrysalis and your wings are damp and soggy and clinging to your back and you don't even know quite sure if you even are a butterfly yet because you just got into your body, just be delicate with yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Because there's, there's, there's butterfly learning. wings don't grow back the same way that, like, you know, lizard tails can or octopus tentacles might. Right. You know, they're very delicate in in that state in particular, in that yeah. phase. So if you're just in the phase where you're starting to step into your nakedness, your authenticity, your vulnerability, just be gentle with yourself. Yeah. If you don't learn how to be gentle with yourself, no one else will know how to be gentle with you. Oh, that's beautiful. Spoken by one who knows. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, speak kind words to yourself first, and Mm -hmm. kind words will be spoken to you and about you. I love that I'm wearing my Deborah. That necklace is gorgeous. Isn't it great? Y'all need to get you some Deborah Mars, some Venus by Mars that's jewelry. By, that's Deborah Mars? This is Deborah Mars' stuff. Oh, yeah. boy, that's pretty. Yeah, it's a diffuser necklace. It she has. She is one beautiful artist, that Deborah Mars. Here. I like it because I can wear it as a belt. Hi, Deborah. It's, it's leather and it's long enough. Oh, I've seen you wear this a hundred ways. I can do a, a triple wrap around my neck like a choker, or I can wear it long around my neck. Like drape it over my head, but yeah, isn't it cool? It has a Tibetan moon symbol on it. That's what that is. Yes. Yeah. Oh wow! Isn't that great? And it has and turquoise diffuser, beads. Yeah, turquoise and lava beads that are diffuser beads. So that's what it gets. Smells energy. like Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah scent included. Smells like no. coffee. Only mine. Only mine comes with Hannah scent included. And your garden. Well. Well, she gave me that smokeless smudge that I really like. I love that. That spray. That so smelled so good. I, I sprayed it on my card. Not on my cards, but like on myself as I was using my cards. Sort of like, I don't know how to describe it, but whatever. 
You diffused. I diffused. That's right. Oh, how beautiful. So so where where can people find Deborah Mars? Deborah Mars is on Instagram. Deborah Mars is I think I'm I think the official Instagram handle is uh Deborah by Mars and then there's an underscore Venus by Mars jewelry or maybe it might be right. the other way around. I should read it. See, I should look it up and read it correctly so that I don't send people to the well, we're recording on my phone, thing. so oh, I could look it up on yeah. my phone without disrupting things. How lovely! Yeah. You're used to recording on your phone. Technology. No, we recorded the other episode on your phone. We recorded. Oh, that's right. Remember, because we were like, it's so easy. You could do it on your own. And you're like, I can't do it on my. Own. I can't possibly. And I'm like, this technology guys, is look, hard. I'm gonna say I believe her because I watched her literally not be able to find the app on her phone. Like, Dude, I couldn't like, even find the what icon. folder it is, and I'm like, I thought it was in this folder. And but she, what language is it in, Juliet? Just scroll. What do you mean, <laughs> left to right? I don't I know. know. Yeah, it's just. I'm gonna go cry in the bathroom. I call that visual panic when your eyes just stop working because. You're yeah, my eyes weren't giving tense. me any information. My eyes were just in panic mode. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Where's, what's a folder? What's a folder? Oh, my God. She's going to make me open the folder. <laughs> no, I because t- I told her, I think it was in the extras folder. And you're like, extras? You're like, files? There's an extra. I know. <laughs> and then she goes, files? And I'm like, no, extras. Extras. And she goes, files? It's like, that's, see, when Joey is trying to learn French from Phoebe, and she's like, je m'appelle Phoebe, and he goes, blue, blue, libre, and she, she goes, no, 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 je m'appelle, blue, 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 je m'appelle, blue, 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 and he just keeps, like, not even remotely closely getting it at all. That was Juliet trying to find the voice recording app today. I would say... Meanwhile, extras. I homeschooled my children, and I taught and them she, how to use technology. God and help she us. said, well, you transferred the skills to them, and then they left you, apparently. That's the phenomenon. You deleted them from your... You deleted the base code from your own operating system. Phenomenon. Do, 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 Phenomenon. That's a hedgehog, not a squirrel. Uh, See all of these animal totems that are visiting us. Isn't that lovely? Okay, here's the funniest thought ever. Mm -hmm. Imagine me trying to be directed by a director. This is it. (laughs) I told you documentary footage is the only thing. GoPro strapped to your forehead like that shell we did the other day. I want one strapped to my forehead. Nah, nah. You can't put one here because then your tits are covered. And it blocks your throat chakra and your thymus and your heart chakra. You cannot put the GoPro on your tits. Maybe (laughs) other people can. Juliet can't. I can't. Helmet. 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 I'm telling you. we We have talked about this. We have debated this, we have postulated, and I'm telling you, the only way to make sure that we can document Capture the phenomena is a helmet. Nonsense. Because people have to see what you're seeing, and the only way that works okay. is if it's like a miner's lamp. Right. You know, the, right. the camera has to point where you're looking right. from the closest approximation to your eyes as possible. And that's not at chest height, that's up <gasps> here. Whatever happened to Google Glass? Oh, yeah. Fuck me twice on I, Tuesday. It's like a, Mandel, it's like a Man- Mandela effect. It doesn't exist in this reality. 
Damn it! Just kidding. I, you know what Bring it back! You know what doesn't exist in this reality? I somehow magically quantum vortex leapt into, into a reality where my smoke alarm isn't where it used to be. <laughs> it moved. And I was like having a panic attack because I remembered like going like this in yes! a spot in my kitchen. And like, and, and I'm like, but it's not there anymore. What? And I, I believe you. But then I looked up and I saw screw holes. And I'm like, so somebody moved my smoke alarm and didn't tell me about it. Frig? I mean, I know I have a roommate, but I think Dave would have told me if he had done something. You know what? We're renters at our home. Yeah. And that frequently happens. But they come in and there's a CO detector somewhere. Right, but they they can't come in without notifying us, and they don't, and they haven't, and I'm not worried about that. But it was seriously like I was. For like one of the first times in my life, I really started to go. Maybe the Mandela effect is real, dude. I can't. I can't tell Mandela effect from a psychosis at this point. They all fail real. New New roses. roses. New roses. New roses. Not pleurosis, but new roses. Not neurosis. Not neurosis. New roses. New roses. Give me some new roses up in this joint. Well, darling. Yeah. I beg your pardon. Oh, my God. And I still haven't found Deborah's thingy. We're not doing... It is Deborah Mars underscore Venus by Mars. That is the whole thing. So it's Deborah Mars and then the underscore line Venus by Mars. I highly recommend them for jewelry and for um, energy healing. They just do. follow her on and, Instagram. I mean, Every post she posts is gorgeous like, and brilliant and profound yes. and Desert kind. Medicine. <sighs> Desert medicine. New York right? City medicine. Right. Palm Springs yeah, medicine. Yeah, yeah. She's every part of the. She's everywhere. Yeah. And you can feel her. And Quantum. she's quite powerful. Quantum. Connect. Quantum, for sure. Friend today. <laughs> yeah. So, 1221. I think that means the portal's closing. 33. All right. Um, any last thoughts on our little animal guides that we have? I'm going to say this is for a week. Five is good for a week because then you have a day off and a day to integrate. Sounds good. Well, I guess the message is to watch our thoughts. With that squiddy thing. Yeah. Mind your thoughts. And mind your mind your belly. Because your heart is guarded. We've got guardians. And you are creative. Mm-hmm. Your efforts will, will pollinate, for sure. Mm-hmm. And just be gentle on yourself. I will. You too. Yeah. This is for everybody. Everyone. Everyone be gentle on yourself this week. Okay? Remember, we're coming up into the holiday season. That means a lot of people are going to have a lot of feels. So just... Be tender. You never know where anyone is on their journey. This might be their first, you know, holiday season without their favorite human or their favorite animal or their favorite house because a lot of people lost a lot this season. Oh, boy. A lot of people are going to be displaced this season. So just be tender with one another. Be, be, be gentle with one another. We're all guarded. We're all safe. We don't need to be, we don't need to be on our guard with one another. We can be real humans. Mm-hmm. We can be naked. You can be Juliet naked. And we can be heroes. 
Oh. Just for five days. Mark, please play if we could be heroes. Oh. I could text him and ask him. Okay. Or you text him. Who would like it so much if you texted him, I'm sure. I will text. Yeah. Text him and say, please, can you add this? And what are we calling your show? Because this is your show officially. Honestly, Juliet. Honestly, Juliet. Juliet Naked? Nah, we'll go, go with... <laughs> no. Well, I... can't. Yeah, there's copyright so, infringement. Okay, so there's t- a movie so, out Oh, fine. Then The Temple Veil. Yes. The Temple Veil? Yeah, listening at the Temple Veil. Listening through the Temple Veil. Well, right in. Right in. Yes. Okay, to be named. You choose. To be... You choose. Listeners choose. Listeners <laughs> choice. Listeners choice. Listeners choice. When you yeah. write in, write into Roadside oh, maybe Shaman. Mark, maybe Mark will name your show. Ooh, Mark. It's pretty powerful, the person who gives you a name. It is. That's an important honorific. I mean, we're being welcomed Mark into this and circle. Holly. Should... If Mark and Holly choose your name, that's a good thing. Thank you. And it's like you have parents. Oh, I'd love that. Wouldn't it be nice to have... Uh, parents that would choose a name that you like. Yeah. That would listen to everything that you want and need in your nowness and decide and go, this is a good name. My kids named themselves in utero. So, yeah, I totally get that. (laughs) No, really. I believe you. I believe you. We got into big conversations about that. You'd see the belly go left and right. Yeah. Of what, what they liked and what they didn't like. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I totally believe in that. Okay, so Mark and Holly? Yes. Please Mark name me. Name name our little our little program. Name this vortex. Name this vortex. <laughs> name <laughs> that <Yes>. vortex. <laughs> and can you do it in three notes? Do 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 Vintage Wheel of Fortune. Oh, Wheel of Fortune. Fabulous cash and prizes. By the, do you know who wrote that song? Uh, Merv Griffin. Yes. Oh, okay. You good. win. Oh, I win again! Hooray! Useless trivia cluttering up my brain. It finally won me something. Hooray! Cash and prizes. <laughs> Cashew prizes. Yes. Cashews are my favorite prizes. <laughs> <laughs> New roses and cashew prizes at name that, that vortex. Can you stop it now? Stop it now. Wait a minute, not see me when you come by. I could be sharing someone else's pillow. And my love for you is better than diamonds. Everything I bestow And tomorrow I'll be dancing on my own And I'll need a kiss for my head that's aching And I'll be a hungry dog without a bone Hoping my place with you's not taken Kiss me and tell me it's not
στα φώτα.